the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. something for all of us. It is just our responsibility to receive what that word is, right? Get ready to receive. Prepare your heart. Get ready for a good spanking from the word, right? Because God says those he loves, he corrects. And he corrects us with his word, right? With his word. We are on part four, part four of perseverance. Perseverance. Perseverance are life lessons that we are supposed to learn, right? Our parents are supposed to teach us lessons along the way to persevere and don't give up. But how many of you know some of us have parents that bail us out? Bail us out, bail us out. Like, I got you. It's okay. Man, And we get used to that. We get used to that cushy life. We get used to bailing us out here, bailing us out there, bailing us out everywhere. Let me tell you, my parents were not those parents. (laughs) My parents were like, on your 18th birthday, rent up, let's go, money up job up. Like, what? (laughs) Yeah, that's right. But you're stronger and you're smarter and you're wiser for it. So we're going to talk tonight about perseverance, right? Persevering when all the thrills and the feels are long gone. Come on. We got to persevere when all the thrills and the feels are long gone. Long gone from our commitments, right? Long gone from the excitement. Long gone. The hype is gone, right? This era, this generation is seekers of thrills, seekers of feels, right? Oh, I got the feels and put it away. Put the feels away, right? They're seeker of thrills, feels, and fame. Thrills, feels, and fame. But not us. Come on. Not here at Love Life. Here at Love Life, what are we seekers of? We seek first the kingdom of God. We seek first... God's way of doing things. God has a way of doing things. He has the right way. God has a standard. God has a way for everything. He has a way for your finances. He has a way for your relationships. He has a way for healing. God has a way. We just need to seek his kingdom. We need to seek his way of doing things, right? We don't need to seek the world's way. We need to transform our thinking to the word of God. We've got to transform our mind to the word of God. We've got to transform our life to the Word of God. We've got to transform our focus, our perspective, our filter of how we see this world through the Word of God, through the Word of God. If not, we're only seeing through what our parents taught us. If not, we're only seeing through the filter that our education taught us. If not, we're only seeing through the education that we've learned through MTV, through music videos, through whatever it is that you, like, for real. Like, yeah, that's a ball in life. That's what I want. I want to roll it, roll it, roll it, roll it, roll it. And you over here, you don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, like, you, you say, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Now that I'm a little bit older and I sing a song that I knew when I was a kid, I'm like, I had no idea what I was saying. I had no clue what I was saying. I remember one time my grandpa, I had the music. My my grandpa was like hardcore country music, like country music. So my uncle had some rap music playing in in the, so he had a shed. He was like a handyman. He built things. So I'm in the shed, and my uncle's playing this rap music, and I, I know every word, like, ba-ba-da-da, ba-ba-ba-ba, boom, 
and I don't know what I'm doing, whatever. I'm not even going to say the words right now because I can't repeat them. And my grandpa walked in there and he said, shut that off. She can't hear that. And my uncle's like, okay. And he turned it off. And he's like, imagine if I told grandpa you knew every word. <laughs> and now that I'm older and you hear that song, you're like, <gasps> I had no idea what I was saying. Why? First of all, I was naive, but my filter, imagine my filter was being formed and conformed to the world, to the world system, to the world's way of doing things. And all of a sudden you're like, yeah, and this is how, the, the, your relationships are being built on what? Music, music videos, music, why? Because that's what you're speaking, that's the seeds that are going out. And then you're wondering why you, why you keep attracting trash, well, you listening to trash, you watching trash, you repeating trash. But we need to grow up and we need to hear from the word of God. What is his level, his standard for relationships? What's his level, his standard for our finances? What's God's word say about anxiety and depression? What does God's word say about highs and lows and seasons? We need to seek God. We need to seek Jesus. We need to see what he says and not just follow this era, right? This, the world way of doing things as Christians. As Jesus followers, we got to look to Jesus. We look to Jesus. We look to Jesus, not Jesus, Jesus. Jesus said in Matthew 6, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. And you know what we seek first? Things. We seek things. We wake up in the morning with a list of things we need. We list up, we got wish lists, us girls, we got crazy wish lists on Pinterest. I closed Pinterest. I mean, hey, go for it, do your thing, whatever. But we got we got wish lists mile high. These girls got wish lists of guys. Like this, da 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 I'm like, tell me one of those things that you are on that list. Girl, you better get it together. Come on, get it together. Rise up. Man, that message on Sunday, that Father's Day message, talking about manhood, that was awesome. Pastor Dan brought the word, raising the level of manhood. Like, what, what's the definition? What's your definition of manhood? Taking responsibility, putting away childish things, right? Rising up, taking accountability. So we want to praise these men. We want to pray for these men, right? We got to believe God for these men. But we got women who got to rise up to the occasion too. Come on. We are blessed together. Mighty men and mighty women raising mighty children. World generations like, world changers like, that's us. That's love life. Where does it start? It starts with the word. Starts with transforming your thinking, transforming the way you parent, transforming the way you your marriages, transforming your relationships, transforming the way you cook, the way you eat. Man, I cannot wait to have the interns. I cannot wait. I've been so excited. We got a ton of teens, and I am so pumped because we, you know, when you're a teen and you're going out for your first interview for jobs, oh man, I've got job interviews ready to go. I'm like, we're gonna, they're gonna learn how to cook, they're gonna learn how to, we want this generation to know how to save money, to know how to tithe, to know what the budget is. Come on, if we're gonna raise world changers, we gotta equip them with godly tools so that they can be successful. I can't wait. I've been studying, studying, studying. Like, I'm, I'm excited for also, like, like, we should learn these things, but how many forget to teach your kids? You know, like, if they touch the laundry, they ruin the laundry. Like, get out of here! <laughs> you know, all, no. So I got some challenges. I'm excited. I'm so excited. But anyways, 
Because some of these young people, now I'm dealing with the college age. It's like, what did you have for dinner, ramen? Got the ramen, ramen. Like, you had ramen four days in a week. You know, what's going on? You need to learn. You, have you ate your greens? I don't eat greens. You better learn. <laughs> you're gonna, it's, not that, it's not that fun. It's like, it doesn't matter when you're young, but when you get a little older, you're like, oh, I better eat these greens. Yeah, we're going to learn how to get them down. Anyways, that's internship. I've been excited. I've been hyped. Jesus says, seek first the kingdom. Jesus also said in Matthew 7, 7, ask and keep on asking and it'll be given to you. We ask once. We say one prayer. We say one Hail Mary, or whatever you call it, whatever that thing is called. That football thing, right? Hail Mary? Hail Mary. I don't know anything about football. <laughs> oh, boom, that crashed and burned. Sorry about that. Rewind. We'll take that right out of the message. But we say one prayer, right? We ask God once, and then we're like, why, why, why? No, you need to ask. Keep on asking, right? You know when your kids ask you for something and they keep on asking until you get it for them? Can I have, can I have, can I have, can I have, can I have? No, no, no. Ask your dad. Oh, my God. And then you said yes. Why did you tell them yes? You sent them to me at that time. Yes. Can I, can I, can I, can I? When's the last time you asked God more than once? When's the last time you asked his word more than once? When's the last time? Come on. Ask and keep on asking and it'll be given to you. Seek and keep on seeking and you will find. We haven't even looked to the word for the answer. Where are we seeking? Come on. Knock and keep on knocking. Break down the door. Let's go. And the door will be open to you. You know what that sounds like to me? That sounds like perseverance. That sounds like perseverance. We need to persevere. Come on, when all the thrills and all the feels are long gone, persevere, persevere, persevere. Keep on asking, keep on asking, keep on seeking, keep on knocking, just keep on swimming, keep on swimming, keep on swimming, right? When all the hype is gone, that's the true measure of perseverance. When all the hype is gone, that's the true measure of your commitment. Your commitment, right? Endurance, patience, devotion, commitment, consistency, resilience, longevity, loyalty, and self-control. When all the hype, all the fun, all the thrills, all the feels are gone, and it's just you and your commitment. It's just you and your devotion. I said that we're going to go to church. We're going to go to church. I said we're going to work out. We're going to finish this workout. I said we're going to, you know, only eat out once a week. We're only going to eat out once a week. You know, whatever it is, whatever it is, like your budget. Like, okay, I said we're keeping to this budget. We're shredding the credit cards. And you over here taping them back together. Calling the card to come. Can I get a new one? I lost my card. You lost it again? Well, I'm just listening to this message about perseverance. <laughs> I need another one. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Come on. Well, it, just, it, just, it matters what you want. You want to be debt free? Come on. You want to be healthy? And I'm not trying to ride it. Whatever it is that you're working on, right? Whatever it is that you're dealing with. Whatever it is, you want to be devoted that I'm going to get up and I'm going to study God's word. I'm going to get up. I'm going to go over the service. Snooze, <laughs> snooze, snooze. And what happens? Lose, 
lose, lose. Not us, not here, not at Love Life, right? No. And let me tell you guys something, it's a whole secret. I'm not always excited to come to church. I don't always have the feels. Woo! I just feel like praising God. Let's go! No. But I also don't live my life by the feels. I actually don't even trust my feels. I don't trust my feelings. Why? Because they're all over the place. Your feelings are all over the place. All of a sudden, you're driving home, and the Taco Bell light turns on. You're like, woo And you're like, nope, nope, nope. I'm going home. <laughs> I'm going home. Whatever it is that is your commitment. And that's how things can come up. And you're like, oh, this comes up and that comes up. And you don't want to go to church. I don't always feel excited. But let me tell you, it doesn't matter. I, I don't ask myself how I feel. I am 100% committed. I'm 100% devoted. I'm 100% loyal to what God's called me to do. So it doesn't matter how I feel. Doesn't matter how I feel. I don't always feel like studying the word. I don't always feel like getting in the word. But you know what? I better. I better prepare myself. I better get in that word. I better carve out time. And this time is allotted. Do not bother me. This time is valuable. This time is special. Why? Because I need to prepare. I need to study. I need to put God first. And that's what he's calling me to do. So I better prioritize that time. Whatever you truly want, you'll prioritize if it's that football game, if it's that competition, if it's that hike, if it's that trip, if it's that cruise, if it's that whatever, whatever you truly want, let me tell you, you'll get. You are just like your kids. Can I, can I, can I, can I? Ask your husband. <laughs> Woo! He's like, Lord, I know you gave me a wife. Give me a bank account to fit her. <laughs> right? But you know what? I don't, I don't always, I don't ask myself, how do you feel? How do you feel? Right? I don't seek thrills. I don't seek thrills. I don't seek, actually, I am a thrill seeker. But that's only like if we're in Hawaii, jumping off a cliff, like, wah! I love that kind of thrill, but I don't seek that for my life satisfaction. Like, oh, I'm not content if I don't have a thrill. No thanks, no thanks. I like consistency. I like routine. I like to know what's going to happen today, right? I like that kind of stuff too. I don't seek fame. I seek first the kingdom of God. I seek God's way of doing things. I trust the Lord with all of my heart. And that includes his timing. I trust the Lord with all of my heart and I trust his timing. When I'm in a season of drought, when I'm in a season of whatever it is, what am I, I'm always asking God, what do I need to learn in the season? What, it is, what is it that you're showing me in the season? What is, because I don't want to repeat this season. I don't want this season on repeat in every area of my life. I want to grow from it. I want to grow from it. I want my roots, my roots to grow deeper in God's love, right? And so that I can bear fruit in the drought. I can bear fruit in the highs. And I can bear fruit in the lows, right? Trust God, not your feelings. Don't trust your feelings. Look at your neighbor and say, don't trust your feelings. Dude, you cannot trust them. You cannot trust them, right? I've been here at Love Life Church for 24 years. I have been, I know y'all didn't even think I was more than 24 years old, right? I have been a Christian for 34 years. I've been a Christian, I've been, I've been here for 24 years. I've been a Christian for 34 years, right? And let me tell you, I am not perfect, but I'm committed. 
I am committed. I have had this hunger for God. And not because I'm special and God gave me an extra dose of hunger. No. It's because I choose to be hungry for God. I choose to be hungry for what he wants for me. I choose to be hungry for what is your plan? What is it that you have for me? What is it that you're doing? What's to come? And why? Because seeking God, seeking God, knowing nothing, knowing nothing, being so young, knowing nothing. But one thing I did know is that I loved God and I wanted to serve God. I didn't know what that was going to look like. I didn't know how I would ever accomplish that. But you just stay faithful with what's in your hand today. God, how can I serve you today? I can mop those floors. God, how can I serve you today? I can serve in the kids class. God, how can I serve you today? I can pull weeds at the church. God, how can I serve you today? I can uh, sweep the parking lot. God, how can I serve you today? I would come to the church and I would count and roll all the pennies from the children's change, coin offering. My hands would turn green but I would count the coin and roll it in there. And why? I just wanted to know how could I serve God? I had nothing. I had no talents. I had no gift. I had no money. I had nothing. All I had was time. I got time. You need my time? Here it is. You can have it all. Man, you put that in God's hand. He will multiply whatever it is that you give him. He will multiply whatever it is you give. Be faithful. Be consistent. Trust God. Seek God. Be committed, right? I'm committed. I'm committed to study the word. I'm committed to prepare for service, right? I'm committed to serve others, right? I don't always feel like it. I don't always feel like it. I feel like I got to be honest with you guys. Like, oh, she feels like it every day. Man, she's so hyped at every service. She can't wait to get here. I don't always feel like it. I choose it. I choose it. And you know what? The feelings follow. The feelings do follow, right? I don't ask myself if I feel like it or not. I just prioritize it. I schedule time for it. I say no to things that could be like, oh, that sounds like so much fun. Oh, this time is carved out. This time, my sisters would tell you. And uh, it's so funny because we got invited to do some, um, pastor invited us somewhere on a Tuesday night. Tuesday nights don't mess with me because I'm going to be studying, your, car, your calls will be blocked, whatever. And then uh, pastor invites the girls, Chantal and Chate, my sister is like, would you like to do this on Tuesday? And Chate's like, oh no, Sasha studies. She won't want to come. I'm like, you told Pastor Dan what? <laughs> I'm there, Pastor. <laughs> We're there. <laughs> Chate, be quiet. <laughs> it was just like, I'm like, you said what? <laughs> oh no, she doesn't mess around with Tuesday. You leave her alone. <laughs> It's just like that that happened <laughs> because I got serious. Guys, just so you know, I'm not a prioritized kind of person. I'm an all over the place kind of person. I was uh, growing up, you know, just how I am, how I'm wired, just roller coaster. Woo! Let's go. Ah, this sucks. We need to do something fun. Woo! Oh, we ain't got no money. Ah, that sucks. That's how you live life. That is not life. That is not fun. That is, is irresponsible. And it's also put you in a very insecure place. Your security for, for life is, is all over the place. But no, we got to apply God's word to every area of our life. And you'll be at such a secure place in who you are. Even when the storms come, you don't fall. Because you're founded on the rock. You're founded on the word. You're founded on God's love. So you're not all over the place, right? And, and it takes sacrifice. 
It takes sacrifice. Anything worth anything takes sacrifice. What is sacrifice? Yeah, you got to give up some. Give it up, right? What are you willing to sacrifice to grow up and mature? What are you willing to sacrifice? Some video game time, right? Some whatever it is time. You got to sacrifice something. Why? Because you want to grow up. There's more to life than just this. There's got to be more than just this, right? What are you willing to sacrifice to become all that God's called you to be? What are you willing to sacrifice to fulfill your destiny? What are you willing to sacrifice, right? Sometimes it sucks not doing all the fun things. Like, everybody else is doing it. Everybody else went to go see that movie. Everybody else, everybody else. Like, who cares what everybody else is doing? It doesn't matter what everybody else is doing. Who is this everybody? Like, who is everybody? Between everybody, everybody. Who? Not you? That ain't everybody. Who is everybody? But in your mind, you could be so focused that everybody's having fun and you're not. Why? Because you're on Instagram and TikTok too much. Everybody's rich and y'all broke. Everybody's traveling and you're doing nothing. You don't even know what Photoshop they got going on. You have no idea. You have no idea. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what everybody else is doing. It matters what you're doing, right? You're not like everybody else, or you shouldn't be. We're not supposed to look like the world. We're supposed to be the salt of this earth, the light of this world. We should be standing out. You put salt on something, you could taste it. People ain't taste none salt from you. No salt, no pepper, nothing. (laughs) We need to be the salt. We should look different, right? Don't be deceived. Lead. Do not be deceived by this world. Lead in this world. I don't have a leader personality. We're all called to lead. We're all called to lead people to Jesus. It doesn't matter what personality you have. It doesn't matter if you're shy or if you're quiet. Lead those others shy and quiet to Jesus. Lead them to Jesus, right? Jesus said in Matthew 7, 13 through 14, Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it, because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. Life isn't easy. Sometimes we fall for the lie that we're going to become Christians and everything's going to become perfect. No, life isn't easy. Jesus promised us storms are coming. He says, but take heart. Don't lose heart, right? Narrow is the way. Life isn't easy. Persevere anyway. Persevere through the highs. Persevere through the lows, right? And in the highs, prepare for the lows. When you get wisdom enough, you know that when you have a lot in the bank, Put it away. Don't spend it all, right? When you have a lot in the refrigerator, now all you parents know that it's summer. It's like, I just went to the grocery store. I just went to Costco. Are you kidding me? And, and you got all these little, they like inhale food. You're like, you go open it, you're like, what? Yeah, I'm just saying, I ain't got no kiss. Thank you, Jesus. And I think my own grocery bill is big. I'm like, it's organic, you know. Cost money. Cost money to be healthy, Lord. Come on. Like, I know. <laughs> Y'all would stop with all them chemicals. <laughs> You'd be just fine. Anyways, because I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, this is a lie. This is a dream. This is a Pinterest wish. I'm gonna have a garden in my backyard. You know what my backyard's full of? Rocks. Rocks. <laughs> uh, Lily and Olivia came over. They're, they're like, Auntie, they opened the, how come nothing's in your backyard but a grill? <laughs> Like that single life, that grill throws down though. That grill throws down. <laughs> You're just like, you don't have a playground, you don't have grass, and you got nothing <laughs> but a grill. <laughs> it was just so funny, right? But life, life isn't easy. Life isn't easy. It's not always easy. Persevere, anyways. Get off the roller coaster of life. Get off the roller coaster and get committed. Get off the roller coaster of highs and lows and get devoted, right? Get devoted. I've committed. I've committed. I've, there's been so you can You know what? Parents of teens, like, let me give you some hope. You want to make a commitment for your kids. You're like, you are committed to the Lord. You know, that's over there at dedication. Yeah, you can do that. But when it comes to teenage years, they got to choose for themselves. They got to choose for themselves. The most empowering thing you could ever do is empower them to choose God for themselves. Not for me, but for yourself. Because when they choose God for themselves, then they're going to have a real personal, intimate relationship with him that nobody could rob them of. Nobody could rob them of that relationship. Why? Because it's real and it's theirs, right? You have to have a personal relationship yourself. And that starts with commitment. I'm committing my life to God. I'm committing to do all he's called me to do. And where am I going to find that? In his word. I'm going to find that in his word. I'm committed, right? I'm committed. I'm committed to this church. I'm committed to serve God. I chose at so many stages in my life as a kid. At 19 was a big one for me. I was like, this is it. Like, I'm all in. I'm committed to serve God. I'm committed to serve in this house till the day I die. That is a commitment that nobody, nothing could ever rob me of. Why? Because it's my personal relationship between me and God. I'm committed. I'm committed. Nothing is going to shake that, serving Jesus. And in that commitment, I may have said no to a lot of things. There may have been sacrifice, but I'm 100% satisfied. I'm 100% content. I'm 100% knowing that I'm right on track with God, with what God has called me to do. And that's available to every single one of us. We just got to choose. We have to choose, right? We have to choose his will. We have to choose to seek him. But Jesus, the Bible says, Proverbs says, acknowledge him in all your ways and he will direct your paths. We're directing our paths and we want God to acknowledge us. We're directing our past. God, look at, look at, look at this, what I achieved. It's like, how's it going for you? It's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess, right? Right? This takes daily disciplines. This is a daily choice. Every single day, are you going to choose life? Are you going to choose death? Are you going to choose the narrow path? Are you going to choose the wide open path? Right? You're going to choose wisdom or you're going to choose foolishness? Are you going to choose perseverance? Are you going to choose laziness? You have to choose for yourself. It's so empowering to know that you can choose for yourself, right? And don't seek affirmation from the world. Don't seek affirmation from others. Don't seek affirmation from your peers, from your coworkers. Seek transformation from the word of God. Seek transformation from the word of God, right? Paul said in Galatians 5, 16 through 21, 
But I say, walk habitually. This means you better make a habit. We make a habit in the Holy Spirit. Seek him and his seek him and be responsive to his guidance. God is guiding you through his word, right? And then you will certainly not carry out the desires of the sinful nature which respond impulsively without regard for God and his precepts. For the sinful nature and its desires which is opposite which is opposed to the spirit and the desires of the spirit oppose the sinful nature. For these two, the sinful nature and the spirit, are in direct opposition to each other, continually in conflict, so that you as believers do not always do whatever good things you want to do. Anybody been there? I'm going to do good. I'm going to do good. Why did I do bad? <laughs> this is what this is the day the Lord has made. I'm going to do this. You had a whole day of bad choices. You get home. God, what happened? <laughs> you made a choice. Nothing possessed you. Nothing came over you. Gluttonous came over me. <laughs> no, you chose. You chose that fifth, sixth, and seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth taco. <laughs> right? We've all been there. But what we don't want to make a habit of it. What we want to make a habit of is being led by the Spirit. That's what we want to make a habit of, Right? But if you are guided by the Spirit, you are not subject to the law. Now, now the practices of the sinful nature are clearly evident. Duh, right? There are sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, total irresponsible, irresponsibility, lack of self-control, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, strife, jealousy, fits of anger. Anybody? Disputes, rebellion. Factions that promote heresy, envy, drunkenness, violent behavior. <laughs> this sounds like TV. <laughs> or this sounds like media, social media sounds like you turn on the TV, you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's, I see it. I see the fruits of the flesh right there, right? I warn you beforehand, just as I did previously, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. You know what they're not going to inherit? the way God does things. We're wondering why we keep reaping a mess in our life because we keep falling for the flesh. But we need to make it a habit. We need to make it a habit, a personal relationship with Jesus that we start producing the fruit of the Spirit in our life, right? It's not being all spiritual. It's producing the fruit of the Spirit. What are we supposed to seek first? The kingdom of God, God's way of doing things. So Galatians 5.22 but, right, but cancels out. Put that on erase. Come on, us as Christians, but the fruit of the Spirit, the result of his presence within us is love. Unselfish concern for others is joy, inner peace, patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting. Can you imagine when your kids, like when I'm like in kids class and I'm like, no, you cannot have candy. You have to wait till after class. And when that kid puts the candy in their pocket, I'm like, yeah. But let me tell you, 80% of them open it up and they, they pick it out of their pocket. It's like, you know, Miss Sasha sees you, right? I see you seeing me see you eat that candy. But let me give you a lesson. We need to work on self-control. Put the candy in your pocket. And when I say, 
you can have it. But we need parents to rise up and teach these kids these lessons at a young age so that they're not grown-ups talking about... You know, like when I first moved out, I was like, I bought everything I couldn't buy. My, we weren't allowed to have Lunchables. We weren't allowed to have sugary breakfast. I bought Fruity Pebbles. I had Lunchables. And that lasted a week because that food sucked. <laughs> no wonder why mom said you can't eat this. You're like, woo, for work. You're like, crash. That Lunchable did nothing. <laughs> and I got the rest of the day to go. I need some greens. <laughs> mom was right, right? But we need to grow. We need to develop in these fruits of the Spirit. They're in us, but we need to produce fruit, right? Faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified their sinful nature together with its passions and its appetites. All them crazy things we talked about? Yeah, them appetites. If we claim to live by the Holy Spirit... We must also walk by the Spirit with personal integrity, right? With godly character and moral courage. Our conduct empowered by the Holy Spirit. We're not, we must not be conceited, challenging, or provoking one another. Like, oh yeah, I already produced that fruit. Come on, ain't you got it together already? You still over there walking in envy? I'm over here producing love. No, you're being judgmental is what you're being. Get back to the fruit of the Spirit, girl. Right? Not provoking each other or envying one another. God's nature lives in you. You have the seed of everything you could ever need. Work out your salvation. We think that's in works, but that's just working out at the fruit of the Spirit. That's just partaking of that peace in a time of anxiety. Partaking of that peace in a time of depression. Partaking of that joy in a time of depression and hurt and pain, right? Partaking of that love and that peace and that resilience and faith. You start partaking of that fruit that's already in you, right? We need to, look, we need to learn to look to Jesus, we need to learn to walk with Jesus. We need to learn to live with Jesus and live for him. And it starts with renewing our mind. It starts because this perseverance thing is going to be for the rest of our lives. For the rest of our life, we're going to be persevering. Why? So that we can have great success in every area of our life. Being the light, being salt, being an answer, being a hope to this world. Instead, we're looking for the same hope because we ain't gotten it. You do. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. If you're in here tonight and you have never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I would love to give you an opportunity. I'd love to give you an opportunity to receive Jesus tonight. Tonight is your night of salvation. We're talking about the fruit of the Spirit. It starts with receiving Jesus. It starts with calling on him. It starts with your spirit coming alive and God's nature living inside of you so that you can finally start partaking of that nature. It starts, it all starts with calling on the name of Jesus. It doesn't start with you being perfect. It doesn't start with you changing everything. It starts with you choosing Jesus. If you'd like to choose Jesus tonight, come on, let's all say a prayer together. Say, Jesus. I believe in you. I ask you to save me and set me free. Thank you for this new life. Help me, guide me, and use me. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. It's not the special prayer. It's the belief in your heart.
It's the belief in your heart calling on the name of Jesus. And if you call on the name of Jesus tonight for the first time, we have something for you. If you could raise your hand in the building, our dream team ushers, they've got a booklet for you. If you're online, please push that I receive Jesus button. And if you get us, if you get us your information, we'd love to get you that same booklet as well. I love you guys. I hope you guys receive something tonight, right? Have a great night. We'll see you guys Sunday. Love you guys. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.